Welcome to episode 75 of the HSO Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. And I'm your host, Michael Lonnan. I have a question for you. What do you think digital transformation is? If I ask 10 people that question, I think I'd end up with 10 different answers. So to get to something more definitive, I pose the question to Rob Smithson, UK business applications lead for Microsoft. Who better to ask? So grab a brew, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Absolutely coffee. Yeah, I mean, it's how do I have it? Uh, White, no sugar, usually from a Nespresso machine, if I'm honest. How many do you have a day, Rob? Uh, just one normally, actually, and then I do switch to tea, so I'm a, I'm a fan of both. Very restrained. Rock or pop? Uh, pop music, yeah, absolutely pop music. I do like a bit of rock from time to time, but yeah, mostly listen to pop. Cool. Work hard or play hard? That's a really good one. Uh, I think work hard in order to play hard. So I think Very if good. you get the balance right, yeah. You have the balance. Cloud or on-premise, just to bring it back to technology? Absolutely cloud. Spent a long period of my time working in the cloud space. So yeah, cloud. Why would you advocate that over an on-premise approach, generally speaking? I know it's not, it's horses course at the end of the day, but generally, why would you go cloud? I think two reasons. One would be um, you get the economies of scale of sort of really big businesses investment for you who may be a very small business. And that's something you wouldn't be able to set up yourself or fund yourself if you're running on-premise. And the second one is absolutely security. So you get the security of the entire cloud, which again, you'd never be able to replicate as a small business. So I think it brings a lot of power and functionality to small businesses. Brilliant. Now we're going to be sort of chatting about today about digital transformation. Now that to me is a little bit of a buzz phrase because it's a catch-all for everything that means anything in regards to technology and change. But um, I'd love to find out from you, Rob, how would you articulate digital transformation? I would agree with you. Having spent a long time as a consultant myself, I've definitely heard and used the phrase digital transformation. Um, I think most people think it's it's a large scale technology project. But having led a number of those projects over the years, I would say that actual digital transformation is always about making an employee's life better or a customer's experience better and improving those things using technology. So I think those are the most powerful ways of realising them, digital technology in real life. A lot of organisations we talk to, when they are describing the technology projects that they're going through, they do often refer to it as a digital transformation. Do you think people think of it as different things to the way you've described it? I like the way you've described it. By the way, it's always about people and process before any kind of technology. But I think there's different meanings or people perceive it to be different than you think. Yeah, I think if you spoke to maybe a product manager or a program manager, you know, they may see digital transformation as their opportunity to lead a program changing from a technology that they see as outdated or that's causing them problems within an organization and moving to a technology that gives them a lot more functionality features or uh, excitement for the people that use it. So um, I think, yeah, the the alternate meaning could well mean bringing change to an organization and through technology. It's about to change. So let's just say it's about making customers' lives, our employees' lives a lot easier. I also see that in discussions with organisations that digital transformation is also often seen as a, as a large, all-encompassing thing that is going to change the very foundation, the structure of everything that, that they're doing. But that's not necessarily the case, is it? Digital transformation isn't all or nothing. It's definitely not. And I think the art of success is an organisation's ability to 
bring any change. I've certainly seen a number of programs over the years where an organization tried to do too much. And as a result of making the scope too big or too refined, they ended up bringing very little change in the end. And that was disappointing for everyone involved. So I think I would always advocate for delivering in phases. I think a phased approach now is is very important. I think technology uh, really enables that. Um, and I also feel like you should always try and use data to guide you as an organization where you should invest. Data comes up a lot as well in the conversations that we have. Why is data important in when you're talking about transformation and change? I think data is important because it tells you facts, doesn't it? I mean, it sort of yep. it gives you it gives you the reality of a situation. Oftentimes, um, as individuals, we use our gut feel. We make decisions that may have huge financial implications based on what we think is the case. But data clears up some of that grey area uh, and gives you the facts and figures in in black and white. Now, data isn't the be all and end all every time, but I would definitely advocate for data to be a significant part of an overall picture that you use, an intelligence picture that you use to make a decision, especially one that you're using to uh, drive some investment. We're starting to sort of suggest here that digital transformation is not just about technology, it's not. You know, it's about people, processes, data, other components that fit within it. And I guess what you're seeing and what you're an advocate of, again, is that if you're going to make change and change that last and change that adds value, you've got to look at all these different components, process, people, data, technology, those things coming together is what makes it success. 100%. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. What sort of positive changes are you seeing in organisations that are taking a not an all or nothing approach to digital transformation, but are looking at it kind of not in a modular way, but in a piecemeal way? So I actually think that one of the good things, if there were any, to come out of the COVID pandemic is organisations in the UK especially now have, they think in a more resilient way. So they, they're thinking in a way that says we're going to get through the ups and downs of maybe the economy or the response post-COVID, supply chain issues. They're, they're definitely thinking longer term than I saw them thinking before. So that's great. I think also the economic situation we find ourselves in and have for the last few years means that businesses are trying to do things in a phased approach much more consistently than they were before. And I think that that is driving a far better way of delivering a technology outcome than previously when you know, it was a, that big bang approach. And, and you and as you talked about earlier, as you tried to, to do everything at once and, and solve every problem in one go. So by trying to solve high value problems first and then using the results of um, that initial phase of a project, for example, to guide where you go in phase two and three and four, um, I yeah. think organizations are seeing value quicker than they were previously. And that's really exciting for us as Microsoft and, and no doubt for yourselves as uh, professional services partners. Yeah, it's great. It's good to see as well. Um, and, and surprisingly, in public sector, we've seen a lot of change, a lot of innovation in particular, as organisations start to realise that transformation is just an all or nothing approach. So we're seeing, particularly with Microsoft and with technologies such as Dynamics 365, kind of almost a, a modular approach. So you might have the foundation in there, but you might pull different elements of it in as the needs fit. So is that kind of the direction that Microsoft will be taking with the technology moving forward, do you think? I do. I think Microsoft has always been very good at offering effectively a modular approach. If you think about the mix of products we have from end to end, they cover so many areas that businesses generally will tend to take a selection of those products uh, into their organization. And, and, and Dynamics is no different. A number of organizations now uh, are really initially interested in um, the business application suite through Power Platform. So that's 
probably a product that um, most organizations and people listening to this will have heard of um, and is certainly a product that um, we're seeing um, having tremendous success in the ecosystem at the moment, particularly now with the economic factors that are becoming a concern for CIOs and other uh, leaders within industry is how do we automate, how do we bring costs down, how do we enable the people that we already have in an organization to become citizen developers and develop products for us without having to necessarily bring in expensive contractors and um, hiring additional people to, to focus on that. So our products offer a lot of value and they lend themselves very well to that um, phased approach I've talked about and the modular approach you talked about, which is enabling businesses to start at maybe a small level and then build and, and develop as uh, the project comes together and as they see the positive results of those programs. The bit you said at the very beginning, which I really liked, was it's not about the technology, it's about the, the end result and it's about using people and processes as part of that. I mean, obviously, uh, our big focus at the moment is our products surrounding other products and us getting and, and, and us enabling a business to get value out of them. So if you think about Viva Sales, for example, that is a tool designed yeah. to give employees data from systems that organizations have already invested in elsewhere in products that they're used to using every day, like Teams and Outlook. So that's a very important message for us at the moment is Microsoft being able to enable businesses to get value from their existing investments through Microsoft technology. And that is really key because, again, you're talking with large organizations that will have invested in lots of different technology, not just Microsoft stuff. So it's as important that it's complementary or, or that these things are integratable or at least they work with each other to provide value because otherwise you're just creating silos upon silos in a lot of cases. You are. Yeah and that's that's our mission is to get rid of those silos uh, and to give businesses a, the benefit of the investments they've already made and, and some of those investments would have taken them years to put into place right so um, in those circumstances now's not the time to, to to take that out and try and replace wholesale so why not use our technology to get value from what you've got but serve it up in a way that enables an employee to access it without having to move all over the place to different screens different tools and train them in all of the above. I rather like Rob's take on digital transformation that it's always about making an employee's life or our customers experience better and improving those things using technology. Note how it's not about technology. Rob goes on to suggest that only by looking at the positive impact it has to people's lives can you say whether you have true digital transformation. I imagine this isn't something new to you, right? It just means keeping staff and customers front of mind at all times when considering any change. And perhaps the easiest way to do this is by asking yourself before you make any decision, what's in it for them? Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care of yourselves.